Okie dokie. What's up everybody? Dan here and this is for your mental health and for my mental health too. I think I should probably make that uh, clear. I think some people um, when they see these videos, they're like, why don't you give more advice? Why don't you, you know, make like a sort of more of a list of things that people can follow? And I'm just thinking to myself, well, this is this is kind of going both ways. I, I need to do this, I feel like, for my own mental health, but also to help those out there as well. And so it's kind of like documenting my own mental health journey in a way. So this isn't all about just giving you advice. It's about having an outlet for me to really get things out there and say what I want to say and feel good and have that creative outlet. So it really is a bit of a mix. You're looking at my mental mental health journey and I'm trying to help people along the way as well. If you get something from these videos, from the podcast, awesome. But if not, that's, you know, that's cool too because I'm able to have an outlet to to speak about what's affecting me and get it off my chest and have an, have just that sense of relief and acceptance. And that's that's so vital for mental health. So I really think it does help me out as I go through my own life. So just wanted to throw that out there, give you guys more information on what this is all about, for sure. Today's episode for 4-Year Mental Health Weekly, episode 11. We're talking about reaching out. And this this is something that I have had issues with, I think, for the longest time, because I feel like I'm this you know, really strong person, independent person, someone who doesn't always like to reach out to other people and get into their lives and interrupt whatever's going on in their life. I guess it's that, that feeling of being a burden, right? So that's something that uh, I've dealt with for uh, many years. And it is, it is to my detriment and to yours as well, for those who can relate to what I've been going through in those instances where you feel really depressed or really anxious and it all just kind of starts to be too much. Like it just becomes a weight that becomes too heavy to carry and you need someone to talk you through it, right? So yeah, I think that when I do go through these moments, it can be pretty scary, you know, it can be really scary to be affected in this way where you're, you feel like your life is just this this dark and dreary, just horrible existence and full of, full of pain. And you want to, you know, rid yourself of this pain as quickly as possible. So it can be really helpful in these instances to reach out for help. But I think sometimes we get caught up in the burden aspect of it, right? Like we don't want to get into someone's life and having to, you know, interrupt them. But these, you know, these phone calls that we make, these chats we have on instant messengers, these these things uh, are vital for keeping us keeping us afloat. You know, when we are really feeling low and really feeling some dark, deep depression. So for me, it's it's still a work in progress. It's something that I'm working on. It's, it's I don't have all the answers, but I am trying to get better at what I'm not good at. And I think we can all kind of relate to that in some way. So when things do get bad, when things do get dark and depressing and you're full of anxiety and all these different mental health issues. It is, it is important to reach out for help. As much as you don't want to do it, as much as you want to figure this problem out on your own, because you see yourself as an independent person, one that normally can solve problems by yourself. Maybe that's how you were raised. Maybe that's just your history in school or at your workplace. You've always been sort of more the independent project kind of person. That's kind of the person I've been for the longest time. And so I think reaching out for help has been 
a real issue. And I know some people see it as weakness too. People think that if they reach out for help, that they're looked upon by society as you know, a weak person, someone who doesn't have the strength, the mental fortitude to really progress through the situation, right? You probably, you probably hear that a lot, the stigma, the stigma of mental health, of dealing with mental health and its, its effects on a person. And so because of this, a lot of people don't reach out for help. A lot of people stay quiet about what's going on inside of them and it eats them up inside. And it's not something that is really conducive to a, a life full of joy and acceptance and evolution. I mean, you go from being who you are as a child to being who you are as a teenager to being who you are as a young adult to older adult. If you never deal with your problems, they're just going to stick around throughout that whole entire process. So you need to, to address those. You, know, you need to talk to people that you trust and talk out the issues that are really keeping you down, are really giving you thoughts of self-harm, thoughts of depression, anxiety, all these things that are, you know, bubbling up within you. That's how you have to take this on to face your mental health issues head on. And don't, don't feel like you're this burden and don't feel like you're weak or that you've always solved problems in an independent way. You know, that's something that I've, like I said, I've struggled with for a while. And even this past weekend, I was feeling some real depression and sort of self-harm kind of thoughts. And yeah, reaching out for help is... It seems simple on the surface. Oh, I'm feeling bad. I should probably talk to someone. And for some people it is. For some people it is really simple. You grow up with your your family members. You have your, your brother, sister, aunts, uncles, grandmother, your whole extended family, right? And so you've probably, in some circumstances, grown up in a way that you've talked to people your whole life. You catch up with people, see how you're doing. Yeah, you have those avenues kind of already set in place. But for me, for someone who didn't grow up in a large family, for someone who grew up as an only child with a single parent, it's a tougher road for me to travel. And so I've had to find other avenues to kind of express my need for help. I've had to reach out to work friends or people I met through high school, through mutual friends, and get a therapist, right? So I've had to use the cards I've been dealt in a way that makes sense for me to have those avenues of support. Because if you don't have those avenues of support, you're going to find that it's going to be very lonely, isolating kind of existence. And I've, I've realized that over time. When I've been here at home and I haven't been able to go, go to martial arts or go work out because obviously the pandemic's happening, it's been hard. It's been tough to not see friends, to not be social. It's been a challenge. It's really been a challenge. So for those of you going through the same thing I'm going through, much respect, you're not alone. It's a tough situation that we're all in. And obviously there is, there is promise for the next you know, vaccine that's come out. And there's, I think, three vaccines out uh, or that are going to come out at this point that are effective. And it looks, it looks promising. The science looks good. And I'm hopeful for, for next year at some point that we can move on a little bit from what we're dealing with today. But currently the situation is we are in a pandemic. And we should stay home as best we can to limit the spread of the virus and, and to not even get it yourself. So, yeah, yeah. Being, being alone in these situations when depression comes in can be a dangerous kind of thing and a scary feeling because you feel like it's going to consume you um, and make you do self-harm type of actions. But it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. We can continually 
have people check up on us and check up on people that we love too, like our friends, our family, anybody you feel is struggling, or even if they're not. It's just good to check up on people and see how they're doing. Because for me, when I see someone that messages me out of nowhere, just asking how I'm doing, that, that feels good. That feels like somebody cares. And when you know somebody cares, it makes you want to care more about yourself. You know, that it makes you want to live more, I think. And so that makes it a really powerful type of communication avenue there to just send somebody a text. Hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? You feeling all right? How's your day today? You know, something that's as simple as that can make so much, so much of a difference in someone's life. So definitely do that. And, you know, if it's the flip side where you are feeling depressed and you are feeling down, reach out, reach out for help. It, it can be really hard, especially if you're not used to doing it, but would you rather be stuck in depression? Would you rather be stuck in anxiety? Would you rather be stuck in a self-harm situation where who knows if you'll make it out? No, of course not. That's not something that I would wish on anybody. So I encourage you to keep that in mind. There's a suicide hotline that you can even call up. I can list the number in the description below. And someone gave me a great tip the other a few months back, I saw a video where like he, he said to put the contact Bob, just just make a contact named Bob in your in your phone and give it the, the suicide hotline number. And so that way when you're really feeling low and depressed, you can you can hit Bob and it calls up the hotline. And you don't feel like if someone were to see that, you know, that you'd be embarrassed or that, you know, once again the social stigma of people needing help with their mental health issues getting in the way of things so yeah give it a shot you know i i heard i heard about it from somebody else on youtube so maybe try it as well see if that gives you any more peace of mind but yeah reaching out so important and find those people in your life that you can really trust and really talk to when things get rough because uh it's going to be really helpful um for you your entire life so that's my wish for you to do that Find those people, find the trust, and find the will to reach out when you are definitely in need. Okay, well, there you have it. That is episode number 11 of the For Your Mental Health weekly show or podcast, depending on how you are engaging with this content of mine. So thank you very much once again. I really appreciate your support, your views, your listens, everything, your feedback. It's all good. It's all good. It's a growing, it's a growing channel. So, you know, it's my intent to help others, but also, like I said, help myself and to grow this channel and give myself a better station in life. I mean, that would be, that would be something that I think we can all attest that is important to us, to grow as individuals and to carry on with our passions. It's cool. It's cool I get to, to have this platform and do this and help others along the way. So once again, thank you so much for watching. And as always... Follow your instincts. And peace out from the show. Ja, mata.